This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the latest episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Here from Philadelphia where the Eagles defeated the Falcons 15-10 to in the divisional round of the NFC playoffs. The Falcons' season is now over. They finished 11-7 one season after going to the Super Bowl. Their bid ended on Saturday when a fourth down and two pass for Julio Jones was incomplete on a controversial last play of the game. However, the Falcons were undone by their inability to move the ball on third downs. They were 4-13-31% and the defense was allowed six of 13 third downs, which was 41%. Today we're going to discuss five things. That's one of them, the third downs, the lack of a power offense, running five wide receivers from the two-yard line uh, a year after they threw the ball on third and one. So there's a scheme flaw. Blocking. They uh, couldn't do it against Fletcher Cox, one of the top defensive tackles in the league. And Matt Ryan, he's getting, he's 32, but he's playing to win championships. And then we'll have Julio Jones walk us through the first play. But first, let's start off with Julio here discussing the offense. Executing things like that, taking advantage of opportunities. But um, we just got to keep working together. You know, everybody always talking about last year, this year, this and that. You always have certain pieces that are introduced. Like this year, we got new pieces. You know, uh, everybody's just got to be on the same page. And it, and it takes time. You just gotta, you can't do it in one year. So uh, I'm very pleased uh, the way we played, though, the effort we gave, everything. So Throughout, throughout the year, you voice your support for Sarge. Last year, you know, it, was, it was great. You know, it was Sark's first year here with us, um, and it was great. It was a great experience. Um, we just got to keep building off of it. You know, at the end of the day, uh, him learning us, us learning him, um, what we need to look for, and things like that, and taking advantage of opportunities. I mean, it's just all of us, though. It's not. It's never was on just Sark. Everybody, like, you got a new offense coordinator. He need to do this. He need to do that. I mean, he doesn't, you know, know. You know, and we all got to be on the same page. Um, we family here. We're going to fight for each other. We're going to play for each other. And that's the thing. You know, we know in-house that's what, that's what we're going to do. And that's the only thing you can do to move forward. What you learn? Julio also said that the offense should have been way better than it was this year, but he seemed to support Steve Sarkeesian, the new offensive coordinator. The formula this year for the Falcons was to, you know, maintain a top 10 offense while the young defense got better, and then they'd be back in the hunt for the Super Bowl. 
Well, the defense came along, but the offense fell off the map. Julio Jones only had four touchdowns, counting the one in the playoffs against the Rams, held out of the end zone against Philly. Three touchdowns during the regular season. Something didn't work with the offense, and now uh, we have a couple ideas on, on what those things were. One was the power offense. They couldn't, when they needed two yards, and they talk about fighting for a blade of grass and all that good stuff. Uh, here at the end of the game, they're in five wide receiver formations with, um, you know, spread out, empty backfield, no running back, no, um, you know, Don Terry Poe in the backfield to line up and go hammer out the two yards you need. You're counting on a finesse play. You try a shovel pass, a fade route, um, a slot roll, a sprint out is what they called it, you know, uh, where they cut the field in half and then, you know, figuring Jones can get open. Uh, but, you know, it just, uh, you know, design of the offense doesn't clearly have enough in it for, for short yardage situations. And we'll be discussing that at length over the offseason. The Falcons need to get a real fullback. Or go with the Don Terry Poe formation or the inverted wishbone that the Green Bay Packers used with fullback uh, Kuhn uh, for years when they needed out a yard or two uh, during the Aaron Rodgers area. They went to that. The Falcons had the pool, the uh, Poe formation, but um, clearly didn't feel like they could run it at, at the end down there. And, uh, you know, it cost them again this season. Blocking was an issue. The guards had a tough time with Fletcher Cox. Of 17 run stops, he had five plays that he stopped. He he basically shut down Devontae Friedman by himself. Devontae Friedman had 10 carries for seven yards and then uh, again missed a key block in pass protection. The Falcons get the ball on the 40 after a kickoff goes out of bounds in the in the uh, third quarter there. They got a chance to, you know, start a drive on the, you know, positive side, but they get uh, a loss of 10 yards on a sack by Rodney McLeod where Devontae Freeman doesn't pick up the blitz. Matt Ryan's on looking on the other side of the field, can't see it. And uh, we, we know that story. Devontae did this in the Super Bowl. Seemed like he should have had learned his lesson from that. But, I mean, that's that's a, a problem there. They had to put in Teron Ward late to pick up the block. Just don't know how much the concussions have taken away from Freeman. But he shouldn't have missed that block. And the 10 carries for 7 yards are below standard of what you want for your for your top back uh you know and certainly he's not to blame for all of that the uh the play of the guards the interior line uh was a big factor there in that on saturday now matt ryan was uh, he's 32 now and they wasted one of his prime years here despite how difficult it is to come off a super bowl loss they, they did get to the playoffs and he is uh, was upset. He said, the reason I play is to win championships. And the clock's ticking. He's 32. He'll be 33 next season. And the Falcons uh, are not getting any younger. Uh, they'll have to address, you know, some of their problems this offseason. And uh, we'll have to see where they go from from here. 
Despite all of that and the poor play of the offensive line and poor jobs on third down on both sides of the ball, the Falcons still had a chance to pull that thing out. You know, Julio Jones had a big catch on a fourth and six from the Atlanta 42, had a 20-yard gain to keep the drive moving. They get all the way down to the two and run a sprint out to the right. Julio should be open out of his cut, but he slips or is pushed by Jalen Mills. Julio didn't complain about the play, uh, but um, then he gets up, and then Ryan throws him kind of a lob ball uh, that might have been a little too hot because he's trying to get up the ground, off the ground, then he's got to get up in the air, and that was just too much. He thought he, thought he should have caught it, but I don't. Uh, it wasn't a spectacularly designed play uh, for the win, and uh, it fell incomplete. So let's get uh, Julio here ready to go. That's it. That's what Julio had to say about the last play of the game. All right, next thing up for the Falcons is the Senior Bowl. Uh, January 27th, down in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, the, the team executives and the scouts will be down there. Uh, we'll get the offseason priorities set, uh, talent-wise, how much money they need to spend in free agency. Uh, a couple issues out there. How much do you pay Don Terry Poe to stay? Uh, Adrian Claiborne had a good year here. Also had a sack in the game against the Eagles. Those are the top two free agency issues. Uh, also, what do you do with Andy Levitre? Do you bring him back at $7 million or you take your out there? Um, are you happy with Schweitzer and Garland enough to keep moving forward with them as your guards? Uh, so those are some of the issues that the Falcons have to address along with the power offense. They need a uh, some bigger backs, uh, certainly a bigger fullback. You know, should they have paid Pat DeMarco last season? Uh, I think I wanted a bigger fullback than him. He wasn't. He did do a better job of lead blocking than Coleman. But yeah, we got all off season now. Uh, no games to get ready for immediately. So we'll we'll definitely try to reset here in the uh, next week. We'll probably hear from Coach Quinn, and uh, do believe the the team has to provide us with a top. Personnel official here within the week, according to the league's media policy. So we'll finally hear something from the free from the front office uh, about the direction of the franchise. And uh, uh, you know, I believe, do believe Steve Sarkeesian's going to still be on board. Don't believe they can move forward in a new direction. Uh, although we'll see. Coach Quinn made some bold moves after last season with his defensive staff, letting Richard Smith and Brian Cox go. Uh, Shanahan left, went to San Francisco, and 
took the running backs coach, Bobby Turner, with him. Uh, Matt LaFleur went out to L.A. with Sean McVay. So, you know, there's always change in the coaching ranks and uh, the player ranks. And so we'll be on top of those this offseason for the Falcons. Bush Hamden, the quarterback's coach, is heading to Washington. Uh, and he'll be coaching out there. And uh, he'll get... Um, uh, you know, Nick Easton, the former Georgia quarterback, uh, allegedly he's uh, reportedly going out to Washington also. So here from Philadelphia, here's the last Bowtie Chronicles podcast from a game of the season. We'll head into the off season here, and we thank you all for subscribing on iTunes and uh, going to the new AJC podcast page for the Bowtie Chronicles. Take care and have a great day. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces, as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents... Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny... One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.